Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome or welcome back to my favorite weekly event sesh. My name is Nikki and I'm the creator and host of the Black Sheep in Powder Pink. Now is the time to fill your glasses to the rim and pack your bowls a little fatter than usual because trust me, you may need them here. There's no filters, no guidelines, and absolutely nothing is off limits. It's all sass and no shades, sis. Are you ready? Let's go what's up podcast family like always i've missed you all as though a million moons have passed us i hope everyone's been doing a lot better than me since we last spoke i have had such bad allergies like it's completely taken over my identity i don't sound like myself so if Okay, I'm sorry. When I literally said that I didn't sound like myself, I imagined like stuffed potatoes or like, you know, a chunky jalapeno popper. And I, I, whatever, we're gonna get a little past that. And yeah, so anyway, I hate sounding like this. I just couldn't miss another week with you guys. I missed you guys so much and reminding you in my intro just it wasn't enough this week i i couldn't miss another chance to link with you guys for sesh and i'm glad that i'm here i'm sorry i sound a little different if you want to judge me it's okay because technically that's what i'm here for but anyway i'm used to working out almost every day Even if it's literally for 10 minutes, I will take the fucking credit and say that I worked out. So now that my allergies have really, honestly, guys, hit me like the bus on Mean Girls. I, for the first time in a long time, had some time. Oh my God, I said time like three times now. Four now. Okay, but anyway, I've literally had some time to really ground myself and having all of you here has given me a huge platform to talk about whatever I find important to mention and recently whatever interests me I have no one to really talk about this bullshit to so like I am 1000% grateful to all of you and speaking of I hope you all like last week's episode I can see how it is something completely out of my norm, but I hope that you all completely understand or at least understand, I mean understand, oh my gosh, can see how I find so much inspiration in Mac Miller. I know that recreational drugs are to each his own. Like, you do whatever you want, I... I'm 1000% gonna do whatever the fuck I want, so I'm not endorsing them by any means. I don't want you guys to do drugs. I hope that you don't move in that direction, but I also want sharing his story to shed light on the real fucking problem, which is fentanyl, and I 
hope that by sharing his story, you guys won't run to drugs as a coping mechanism because it really is not the answer. And that was more so the message that I was trying to push. It's like seeing such a beautiful and loving light suddenly being taken. It's just, it's so fucking sad. And I hope that everyone who's tuned in really knows and understands that they are not alone like for as long as you're listening and as long as this message is getting to you i'm only one dm away calling these plugs your boys is it's not enough guys dealers want one thing from you and i can guarantee you it isn't a friendship Don't throw shit in a bowl of glitter and call it gold because, guys, it's not. Hopefully, this week's episode will help us all make better decisions because I know it's helped me in more ways than I knew and even at times when I thought the world was against me. I know it's helped me and you already know i had to learn the hard way luckily the hard way is a lot more fun to talk to you guys about so this week's episode will be a little bit about me and a lot about all of us are you guys ready passion yes we're gonna be talking about passion this week i'm honestly blessed beyond measure to have found my passion in the most unexpected way but before I jump into that conversation I want to define passion to you guys in the google deaf version and I'm gonna explain it to you guys in my own words it's one of those words that people freely use but don't truly understand when i asked people on instagram what came to mind when they heard the word passion i got a lot of suits and ties love in relationships and a happy image of someone working whether it be from a nine to five or owning their own business through all these answers yes They do require passion, but they're the complete furthest version of these answers. Barbie taught me passion, guys. So obviously, I connected it with having a huge closet with every single shade of pink in every single version of clothing, shoe, purse that I could have ever wanted and a love like hers and Ken's. But since we're not stuck in 1994 and we are at an age where we've realized that life is not a fucking fairy tale, we're gonna choose facts over bullshit and I'm gonna explain what passion is from its origin to what Google classifies as its certified definition. The word passion is derived from a Latin root meaning pati. I mean, a Latin root and the word was pati. Pati means suffer. In later Latin, it's passed on to passio. So it's P-A-S-S-I-O. 
Then it looms over to old French finally reaching passion, which is how the English English oh my gosh, which is how the English language, which is how the English language adopted the word. Jeez, passion is defined as a powerful emotion like love, lust, and even hate. When I was on my I want to be my own boss tip for the first time. Everyone that I asked for advice would never fail that I had to pursue something I was passionate about. This would leave me so lost and confused because I felt like I had never had one. I mean, I feel like I'd never experienced passion. I've never, you know, passion is something that you love without recognition pay acknowledgement without nothing but you'll do it you'll do it till you die blood sweat and tears something you're willing to give everything up for and i've just i've never experienced it i know i'm not the only one though when i started working towards finding my purpose i realized how hard it was to find what your passion can be and how rare it is to see people actually doing something that they love and the reason why is because for 12 years guys 12 fucking years every single one of us had to go through an educational system that limited what our concept of the future would be based off six subjects pe math english science history art math i don't know did i say that english history math science whatever you know the basic periods that we went through electives could include photography home ec and mine was personally athletic training i loved my elective but was it something I saw myself pursuing for the rest of my life? No, it wasn't. And even though it's like kind of important to know everything that we learned about, what the fuck has that done for me as an adult? Other than paying my bills, absolutely nothing. And this is a reason why I felt like I didn't have a passion, if that makes sense. I was pretty much groomed to believe that if I didn't excel at these six subjects, I was going to fail at life. So when it came to doing things that I love, even though I am a creator now and art has a huge factor in it, it wasn't my fucking senior year art class that got me where I was and where I am. It was me. It was breaking down every single part of me, getting it into a perspective where I had the power to make the best decisions for me, the point where and when I found my passion. There are so many more areas or I don't know what the proper terminology would be, I guess fields for you to look into but just so that you guys can understand where i'm coming from other passionate ventures that could really 
gear in your favor when it comes to you being completely happy doing what you are would be music technology teaching spirituality logical interpersonal movement nature and logistics these are all small things that you can start diving into to really find what comes naturally and where you excel a passion isn't necessarily something that you you know you naturally thrive at but it's something that you're good at i mean everything it it takes practice you can't be perfect at something because one there's no such thing as perfect but two you can be close to it it takes full commitment and no days off but the thing about passion is you really don't even see the work that's going in while you're doing it the best way that i can explain how you can use passion at its full potential would be this example say you're a skater a skateboarder and everyone around you is you know going places that you wish you were and like i said and i will continue to a million times do not compare your pace with someone else but it's naturally impossible to ignore everyone else's successes over yours it fucking sucks it's a sting to your ego and you're left asking yourself what the fuck is wrong with you when in reality there's nothing wrong you just need to focus on the best parts of you the best versions of you when i say this i mean just because you know you want to be a professional skater and it's not happening for you at the moment it doesn't mean that you need to lose the dream of yourself in that industry just because becoming a professional skater isn't happening for you at the moment there isn't a reason why you should be taking a pause on where you can go with the sport um you know when it comes to skating it's not someone who you know was just born and had a skateboard attached to their hip it takes a lot for a skateboarder to skate you need an architect to design and create the skate park that you're skating at you need a fashion designer who makes clothes and shoeing suitable for your skate sesh you need a videographer to capture all the sick shit that you do you need just there's just so many things that you can get from skating so many outlooks that can be connected to you stepping on a skateboard that there's no limit and a part of passion is literally going through all of these hard and tough negative times because if we go back to what the true definition was it came from a latin root word patty that is suffering passion's true definition since it's based off the latin root word is 
the passion of the Christ. It's a word connected to Christianity and it's a word connected to someone suffering for someone else. Passion is suffering. Passion is being confused. Passion is feeling like there's no outlet, nowhere to grasp, nowhere to think. Everything is just, you want to give up. Passion is feeling like you want to give up and let go, but you don't. You don't give up because there's something in that, in you, the fire that will come back and pay you a million times over. The best example that I can give you guys is 1000% my journey to becoming a home improvement designer. I originally got hired at my company to get um, positive Yelp reviews. So on my first day, I obviously was extremely grateful. I was working for a company that I saw on magazines, you know, things that I just would have dreamed of becoming a part of. I was actually living it. Unfortunately, I had to start at the bottom and I had to learn the truest definition of passion by living through it. When I got hired, I thought that it was going to be a slice of cake. You know, calling people to ask them about a review for my dream job was sounding like the easiest thing I could have possibly ever signed up for. And it wasn't. Believe it or not, I was dealing with a lot more upset clients than happy ones. When I would forward these complaints to customer service, I felt like the problems were not reaching solutions. I would call the clients just to double check, do my customer service work, make sure that the problems that they shared with me were being addressed and they just weren't giving me the feedback that I wanted. I jumped into this position from nothing i didn't want to you know be a statistic and be a young mom working fast food and da 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 and barely making it like no i had bigger dreams for myself and i was gonna get them for myself so when you know people my age were getting adjusted to a simple pos system and just you know cash stuff going back and forth i was literally at a desk working with complaints that adults were talking to me about beyond my understanding of terminology so instead of continuously overwhelming myself with what I couldn't do I decided to focus on my position and I excelled I think like the first two weeks I got 10 positive Yelp reviews and that's fucking fantastic guys beyond it not only was i focusing on the positive they were also like kind of sparking a little fire under my ass to show me that there are there are good installations and one unhappy person doesn't change you know this company's dynamic because i was really getting sad about joining a team that i thought was just a fucking dream just to come to find out that their customer service sucks and I'm a big customer service person like I 
if you give me like shitty customer service i'm fucking leaving i don't give a fuck i'm not tolerating it no one paid you or is paying you to be miserable someone else can come replace your job with me excelling in the yelp field i started you know doing more administrative work working closely with the president and the ceo and with that i graduated into the customer service office it wasn't even that they needed me because the office was completely full staffed it was more so that i followed through with the work and got shit done even when they didn't even when they didn't want to and they were supposed to be set examples for me to follow it got to a point where they were dealing with issues between clients and whatever grievances they were dealing with for that day and clients started asking to only speak to me and management started advising the customer service people to just forward the call to Nicole because like Nicole would take care of it it wasn't even something that I read a manual through and had to understand it was that I love this job I love this position and I was gonna do whatever I could to be the best version of what I was representing which is my title at this company when I feel like I had been stretched beyond my limit I mean everyone was on pause and I was just working I felt like there was like a structure at that company where it's like a checklist that you'd have to follow through and I was the only one getting everything done and it got to the point where people were slacking because they knew I was willing to pick up the weight one day I completely exploded i hit my version of just fuck all of you i fucking quit it was a sad day you know i didn't quit because i didn't like the job i didn't quit because it was too much i literally quit because i was carrying the weight of eight people's jobs on my back and i couldn't take it it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth me feeling the way that i was it was just, you know, a house renovation. It was just one part of it. But I just, you, you guys don't understand how much it hurt me to hear clients pain and suffering through like a delay in something. And I know it's not a big deal. It's a materialistic thing. I should not have let it affect me the way that I did. But it's something that I love and it was affected. So I ended up quitting and I was so devastated i didn't want to leave it was the most confusing time of my life because even though i was at the bottom of the totem pole when it came to careers at this company i felt like i was meant to be there luckily there was a shift in management and i was asked to come back two weeks after i left this time I got a raise and I was working more on collections so I wasn't really dealing with you know incoming calls with like immediate issues I was dealing with older clients who had owed money to the company and those are really the harder clients to deal with because 
these are ongoing issues and pretty much two inches away from lawsuits. When I fucking killed collections, because I think I got to an entire year of not having any collections at a company that had over 200 collections on file, okay? If you're a business owner, you know what I did. Yes, I fucking did that, and give me props. It's hard to do that, okay? But I did it. I started getting pulled back into customer service issues, doing everyone's job again, and I <laughs> I was almost at my limit again. But it was not something that went noticed. It wasn't something that everyone can tell. I didn't have a stinky attitude. I wasn't, you know, obviously I complained to my closest coworker, but other than that, I was more than happy to do it. I was more than happy to work overtime and not get paid for it. I was happy to work, like, take on the work of everyone's back because I knew it was getting done right. I didn't need a recognition. I didn't need a raise. I didn't need a title. I did it because I wanted to. There were even days when I would just work outside of work, take work home with me just to make sure that it was done properly and not let anyone know about it. I just wanted it to be a success. I wanted the best of what I can and anything that I touched, I wanted it to grow like gold. So after quitting, you know, crying on the job, just feeling completely worthless, I was called into the president's office one day and they proposed that I become a designer with them and they'd put me through a speedy course program. I would learn under and work with the best, best home improvement designers in the last century. What fucking opportunity was just placed in front of me like what was I gonna do uh duh take it because even though it felt like so impossible unreal and just what the fuck you know kind of moment it was everything that I had ever worked for without even realizing like all those hard times Every time I wanted to quit, all the clients that I dealt with, just all the hard bullshit, guys, it literally was a blessing in disguise because it prepared me to become the best designer and honestly, one of their highest selling in the months before I quit and right away. I feel like I could have broken a record for how quickly I reached an international designer selling list. I'm not even lying. Having all of those escalations that I had to deal with early on prepared me for what was to come. Because when I tell you guys designing custom work in people's homes is hard, it's not a fucking understatement. I was the architect in that structure, so... Whatever I measured was being transferred into a blueprint that I created for our production team to produce and then our installers to create. I am, people are waiting months to get these projects completed and paying thousands of dollars before the material is even installed in their home. 
it's something so serious and something that people honestly work really hard to attain or just not hard at all but organization is so important and a huge factor in success and being as clear-minded as you possibly be be can be it isn't even being you know organized in the sense that you're color coordinated but it can be a fucking mess of something but you know exactly where every part of the mess is and you can run to it the moment that you need it i oh my god i want to cry thinking about it but i just naturally became the best designer in the entire world and even though i felt like i had the short end of the stick by needing to start at the bottom it literally prepared me for the first day and i it oh my gosh it was great i loved it i love it so much i love designing it was like i could read my clients minds and my job is to definitely come into your space and give you what you want i want to create your dream space and ways for me to do that was by listening and being keen to detail which is something that not everyone can do my job is to come in hear what you want and create solutions for you i am also on your team i am the face of this company you don't meet the company until installers come to install the project the relationship that you have with our team is based off our interaction and i have so many clients that became family because i i care and it was a natural feeling and you know i could have gassed up an extra couple hundred an extra couple thousand from clients giving them ideas of what they wanted and when they requested it but it's so important to always put them first being greedy and stingy and trying to get the most value or dollar out of someone isn't it that's not the reason why you're doing this that wasn't why i wasn't doing it and that's where my passion is you know someone who wasn't passionate about it would find any way to fucking scam you my passion behind it was you it was going through drawing something up with someone hearing what they needed and creating something that they wanted it was me being patient with you understanding you know your personality what's important what you need and what's to come i'm creating a storage solution for what you need right now but i'm also getting your personality to see what's to come and making sure that there's room for it when it does being a designer is so much more than a paper and a pencil and if i didn't go through all of those shitty phone calls to prepare myself for what was to come i wouldn't be as successful as i was and i wouldn't have found all these other outlets behind them i know that i will always be a home improvement designer it's something that i over time and because i was just meant for it have come 
to to understand almost like a rite of passage like that's my dog it's my best friend i can always go back there i know what i'm talking about i'm confident talking about it and i can sell that shit like a sign to egyptians like i can do that but and this is only a hard but okay when i say this i'm saying this because i was able to support myself post and during pandemic i'm not saying that because you found your passion because you know what you want to dive into you should quit everything that you're doing and just do it you need to be very realistic with the world that's happening around us it's very expensive to live in los angeles the south bay wherever you are it's expensive the cost of living is fucking rising so just because you find your passion i'm not saying that it's the best time for you to quit and pursue it keep working if you need the money keep working if you have a family to support a rent to pay and water and food to keep on the table but i was designing and then the pandemic happened it gave me room to really map out everything that i wanted for myself and figure out a way to execute it because even though we were all at home a lot of us were depressed and confused i was finding where i was gonna go next and like i said i had the cushion to make this investment I decided that I was going to be my own boss. I was already my own boss when I became a designer because I was no longer doing the 9 to 5 and becoming a designer was my open schedule. So I went through learning how to become the best designer in the whole wider world. Yes, you're welcome. To, you know, opening my schedule on days that I was willing to meet with clients and when I tell you guys I thrived in this position, I mean, if I wanted to take one client once a month, I could have done that because my sales were so high, but I didn't. I just kept fucking pushing, opening up my schedule and stacking up as much as I could, thank God, because the pandemic came so unexpectedly, but with my sudden push to want to become my own boss and me ultimately being unhappy with the customer service like guys i was a customer service fucking big baby thug so when i left how do you guys think my clients were being treated hmm not that well (laughs) and i wanted to represent every part of me and with that comes good customer service the only way i felt i could do that was to work for myself So, after the push that I got with my design career, I decided to invest in something that I love, which was OG and Powder Pink. From OG and Powder Pink, I started writing my first novel, which is called, are you guys ready? The Black Sheep and Powder Pink. I was so overwhelmed with OG and Potter Pink. I didn't have time to sit there and just write like I would before. And it was getting a little too intense for me. I was being so vulnerable and raw on those pages. I felt like I had to just let it all out. And I don't know, I, the tools were set in front of me to start podcasting. And that's where the Black Sheep and Powder Pink ended up here 
I am working on a similar project and I am still working on the same novel. It just gets even deeper than we are here because it's more family and just me is a sense like the origin, I guess. But that's how I got here. And I have not been happier. It's crazy. It's so crazy because finding your passion comes in the hardest and the most unexpected ways. I love designing. I don't have the best relationship with the company that I was working with. I can still take clients there. So if you guys want any home improvement work done, for sure let me know. But when I decided to cut or part ways with that company, they really broke my fucking heart. Like, they... uh, Oh my gosh. It's a real thing for you to be replaceable. Anyone in any position is replaceable. They don't fucking care about you. Which is why I felt like it was so important to become dependent on me. Because they're gonna keep pushing regardless and it's ultimately our job to keep pushing too as much as i can very easily say i hate that time and period in my life i can honestly also say that i couldn't have hated it unless i fucking loved it because without love you cannot possibly hate something i award those years some of the best years of my life and like I mean some of the worst years of my life too like I'm not gonna lie to you guys self-discovery finding your purpose and passion can seem impossible I like I said didn't even know what the fuck my passion was for a very very long time and when you dive into you know, refocusing, finding your purpose and your passion, it can be so easy, but it's all about a decision that you want to make for yourself. Do you want to be, you know, settling with a a job that you're barely getting by, you know, scraping to be happy about? It's, It's like, you know, have you, have you guys ever been helped by someone, um, you know, a server or just, customer service at a staples or ross and you ask them a question and they have the worst fucking attitude or you ask them something they're just like i don't know just it's like why the fuck are you doing that why the fuck are you here no one is forcing you to be here and i guarantee you this company can find someone who would love doing what you're doing don't take their place And when I say don't take their place, I literally mean don't take their fucking place. Work hard and push your ass and find your place. Because you're replaceable and they'll find someone who doesn't mind and loves it. There's literally, like I explained with the skateboarding avenue, whatever, places for you to go doing what you fucking love. If you are an employee... You should be joining a team where you can grow and pass levels that you could have ever expected for yourself. And if you're an employer, you should be creating places where people can climb. Because life is about climbing. If you're stuck and if your mind is not being stimulated, then where is the adventure and the joy? There's so many jobs and opportunities 
that people don't even think are jobs because they're so lax if you're a lax person that it's just unbelievable there's a lot of hard jobs that you know would take excessive movement or thinking that you could do that you didn't know you wouldn't even have an idea about not until you sit down and discover yourself and your purpose if you are confused about finding an outlet or direction for you to go in here's some advice as much as it fucking sucks to tell yourself no or to do something that you don't want to even though it's what's best for you practicing being disciplined is so so important and i'm not lying practicing discipline guys it will and i don't mean discipline in the bad things i mean disciplining yourself in ways that you have a clear mind see with broader eyes and just overall having a positive outlook in the sense that whatever opportunity you see thrown in front of you you don't second guess grabbing it there or not you're worthy will not be a question it's yours type of thing it's eating healthy it's exercising it's learning through reading writing talking to people it's going to sleep early it's having positive thoughts thinking actions progressive work it's doing things that could look and seem boring but are very challenging at the same time we can all say that we want to lose weight but hate and dread the thought of working out unfortunately our bodies are our bodies they're a vessel and all that we have and if we're not good to our bodies then the oh my gosh what's it called the um like the you know what is it called like your vision your hearing and your what is that it's i can't even think about it but all those senses your senses your senses will not be as sharp as as they could be without focusing on these things and if you're not focused on these things then an opportunity will fly by you because you feel unworthy you feel like undeserving you feel like you know it's just too good to be true because if i would have gone at that if i would have gone hired at my company as a designer at first i would have been like nah like i'm biting off way more than i could chew i'm I'm about to go like and i would have completely missed out on something so fucking rewarding and life-changing but if i was just more self-aware if i knew i was capable and if i knew that i was gonna be successful when i started it it would have been a completely different story and i wasn't living a healthy life the way that i would have wanted for myself if i was i would have been confident on my p's and q's i would have done the research and nailed that shit but i went there i went there i went in there like a blind donkey i didn't even know exactly what the fuck i was signing up for i just knew it sounded like something i could have possibly loved and i loved the website but it was a risk that i took because i trusted and believed in myself and that's a part of passion 
passion is suffering passion is being scared and pushing your fucking limit and pushing through it passion and anything worth having is not going to come easy and it's not going to come overnight you have to be uncomfortable you have to be scared you have to be sad and you have to work for something and you have to love doing it i like i said would do it a million times over and i would do it for free i have designed for free just because i love it i I just love it so much. It makes me happy. Thankfully, I found a way for myself to financially support myself through my passion. And I know that if you guys work to finding your passion properly, you'll find a more than substantial income through it. Because, like I said, guys, just because you're not doing exactly what you want to be at first, it doesn't mean you can work your way up to where you're meant to be. I hope that you guys understood where I was coming from. I hope that you guys understand that passion is not, you know, butterflies and rainbows and cupcakes. It's literally pain and suffering and it's something that we all have to go through. I'm tired of everyone throwing shit on glitter and calling it gold. It's time to normalize hell. It's time to normalize everyone's hardship and the fact that we all go through it. It's okay to feel like something isn't meant for you, like all of the odds are placed against you and you be confused because your heart and your mind are telling you it's where you're meant to be. Whenever you feel this way and whenever you feel like giving up, trust me, the blessing is right around the corner. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye!